welcome to the St. Pete Soul Podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Renew, a local real estate professional in St. Petersburg, Florida, and I help people fall in love with the Sunshine City every day. In these episodes, I sit down with local business owners and get to tell their stories. So we peel back the curtain and let you discover what makes St. Pete so special. So come along with me and let the Sunshine City warm your soul. Hey everybody, it's Brittany Renew. Welcome again to the St. Pete Soul Podcast. Thanks so much for joining us. And today I'm really excited to have the owners of Blue Lux Island here today, Margaret and Desiree. Thank you so much for joining me. Hi. Hi. Thanks for having us. <laughs> cool. Well, let's dive in. Um, so, and you know, I know you are both joining me on different different screens today. So feel free, whoever wants to, you know, go first, go for it. Um, so I just want to hear some background about like a little bit about you, your story, you know, like kind of where you came from and, and how you two came together to do this business, stuff like that. So go for it. Well, my name is Margaret and I'm one half of Blue Lux Island. Um, my background is I'm a um, married um, person of two girls. And um, I currently live in Hillsborough County. Actually, that is where I was born and raised. So I don't live in Pinellas County. However, this is where my business is. Um, my background is I'm a nurse by profession. So that is what I was doing all the way up until we decided to start this business. And how uh, this business came about is we were actually traveling. Desiree and I are good friends for probably about 30 years or so now. And um, we were actually traveling. And when we ran across a store that's similar to this concept and we just started talking to the owner's husband and then that was um, spring break last year, uh, 2021. that's kind of how the idea started that, oh, well, it seemed pretty easy to do something like that. It smells good in there. It looks good. And it was like from there, it kind of took off from there. Awesome. Desiree, you want to add anything to that? Yeah, sure. I'm Desiree. I am the other half of Blue Lux. And um, like Margaret said, we've been friends for 30 years, give or take, probably more on the give than the take. Um, I'm also married. I have two, three beautiful girls and Margaret and I, um, as she said, we were traveling spring break, decided to go ahead and kind of jump head first into the business after speaking with the owner's husband. Um, And it also evolved from our love of spa. So a lot of times when we travel, we typically take in whatever the local spa is, but do a little research on it and and pick a spa or two to, to enjoy. And um, just understanding as we begin to get older as well, becoming more selective about what ingredients and what we're putting on our, um, and you have to learn how to take care of it. What works for you in your 20s doesn't necessarily work for you, you know, as you get into your 40s and your 50s. That's kind of a little bit uh, as to the, the how, you know, the business sprung and, and got to where we are today. Prior to Blue Lux, um, I was insurance and management um, up until the time we started, literally uh, last year. Um, so definitely some diversity in the backgrounds there. But I think just our love for the ingredients and the product and the natural skincare um, kind of binds us together for the Blue Luck brand. Yeah. 
Um, so did you both like, did you go from working full time in your other jobs to starting this? Like, did you go all in or was there some transition with part-time work or anything like that? Well, we went uh, all in. Um, I resigned in June of last year from my uh, company that I was currently working for then. And we opened here July 10th. Um, so about a month after I resigned, we, we kind of tied up a lot of loose ends and I kind of dove in uh, feet first. So was no more working, no more working in corporate. It was I have to put everything I have into my business because I wanted this brand to be built on our personality, not anyone else's personality and what they thought was good. We needed to build it. We needed to learn our business inside and out. And so even if both of us couldn't jump in full time first, one of us needed to make sure that we could do that. And um, actually both of us was able to come in full time and work this store and bring it to life and make it what it is today. That's awesome. Uh, what, what was the feeling like when you left the corporate world and started this? <laughs> For me, it was, it was a great feeling. Uh, I can tell you that it, was, it felt good not to be on someone else's uh, time clock, someone else's guidelines, someone else saying, okay, why didn't, you, why didn't you do it this way? This, this is how you should have did that. And this is what you should do. That was behind me. It was all us and what we um, wanted to build and how we wanted to, uh, our company to look to others. So it felt good. Um, it, I can't say I was really nervous, but as time went on and, you know, running the business, you know, you start thinking, well, um, this is a little bit different than what I'm used to paycheck wise. <laughs> so you start thinking and thinking like, what do I do? But, you know, I'm a firm believer that, um, God don't take you a place that he can't keep you. So, um, being that, you know, I'm relying on our faith in, in our God that, you know, everything is going to be all right. That, that is what has kept us and the work that we've um, put in and continue to put in up until today. Oh, that's really cool. I love to hear yeah. that. You know, for myself, there was a little bit of apprehension because you're having to unlearn and relearn over again because it's been embedded in you for so long that this is the way things need to be and, you know, and so on and so forth. Even though you're going through a very exciting time, you know, that's a huge transition and an opportunity um, to be able to enter into the entrepreneurial world in the way in which we were able to do it. So, you know, there were a lot of mixed emotions, but I think um, just leveling out and balancing out, you know, faith with that mixed with what Margaret said, you know, just having the faith and, and belief that, you know, if God brought it to me like this, then surely he has a plan to continue to maintain me. So, you know, you have to kind of get over that initial shock of being you know being out there and being in corporate for so long and having that you know regular paycheck you know what margaret mentioned as well um to some of the uncertainties that entrepreneurship brings but so far it's been a great journey one that i wouldn't trade yeah yeah the um you know the uncertainty that like trying to fight off that fear and scarcity mindset and like staying in that abundance yes. positive yes. like Yes. That's such a big struggle for so many entrepreneurs. And it's like, if you can 
And it sounds like y'all really kind of like um, leaned into that early, which is awesome because a lot of, I think, it, and I, I speak for myself, it took me years to, to learn that. And so I wish I had leaned into that earlier. It would have saved me a lot of like sleepless nights probably, but. Yeah, I think having a partner is a benefit of that too though, Brittany, because it helps, you know, going at it so is a little bit different too going into the entrepreneurship you know coming out of corporate but when you have a partner and you both stand on and agree on the same things it's easy to keep one another encouraged because I have moments you know where I'm still doubtful you know moments where you know I may waver a little bit or you know moments where you know am I sure that this is what I want to be doing but you know then I have my partner that helps to reinforce the fact that, you know, well, you know, don't forget to pray and, you know, God got us and so on and so forth. So that definitely helps. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yes. <laughs> um, so talk about St. Pete. So, you know, talk about like your love for St. Pete and why you, why you chose the shop to be in St. Pete. Um, you know, you're on the 600 block of Central, which is a Awesome, awesome spot. You know, so many other great local businesses there. So talk a little bit about that. So in all honesty, we actually um, were looking for a place in Hillsborough County. We started off searching um, Hyde Park area in Hillsborough County. Um, we were trying to get in an area that had a bunch of um, foot traffic. That would include people that lived around the area that could walk to our store if needed or wanted to, and also a lot of tourists. So we started off in Hyde Park looking, nothing came about over there. Uh, we considered uh, Water Street also, which is in uh, downtown Tampa, Channel Side area. Um, that area was up and coming, so we, we didn't want to delay in seeing a profit. So we decided um, once we got with the broker on this side, uh, she found this area for us. And I can tell you that it's been a, um, a, a very satisfying and a great choice that we made because, as you said, the 600 block is very diverse in the type of businesses that are just on this block alone. And um, so far, you know, and dealing with the different business owners on the block, they've always all been all have been very supportive and um, very friendly to us and anytime we had a question about different things that you know we wouldn't have been wouldn't have known because this is our first year in business they've always been very upfront about it and, and along the way we've met some good friends and so we have a really really good rapport with this um, area and the different business owners around here um, it is very exciting in St. Pete because St. Pete offer um, what a lot of areas wish they had, and that's a diverse community, um, lots of young people, and certainly a lot of middle age, age and older uh, people in the area, and they all bring different diverse backgrounds. They, they are typically pretty friendly and um, supporting local. You have a lot of diehards that say shop local, shop local. I'm glad you're here. So we love to hear that. And also we enjoy our tourists too, because we meet people from all over the world. I mean, lots of different countries and they come in, they support, they buy. And we're very grateful for that. So St. Pete has been very good to us in that regards. And um, we're definitely glad that um, we were led to this area because, excuse me, because like I said, it has turned out to be uh, very good for us in that sense. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what was like, 
you know, starting the process, you mentioned, you know, having to find the location. What was some other, like, what, what did that process look like for you? How long did it take from like, yes, we want to do this to you're actually opening your doors for the first time? And so, that's a pretty interesting, <laughs> interesting question, Brittany, because it, it happened. Oh, let's see. March, we were on vacation, Margaret, and yeah. opened. We were starting our build out by May. Wow. So, yeah. So it happened just that quickly. Um, so yeah, March, we were on vacation. We got back. We met with the owner probably, ooh, probably in April. Sometimes we decided to open May. We found our place. All of this happened in April. We found a place, um, agreed to start the business. And by the end of May, the current resident that was in our location was cleaning out his stuff and we started our build out. Um, and then we opened May, we were building out June, we were building out July, we opened. So it all happened just like that, just that quickly. For us. <laughs> wow. I don't think I've world win. It was, it was a lot. It was a lot. Yeah. Yeah, whirlwind for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We did have a lot of insight, you know, in the area. And then again, we had a broker um, that works this area. So she was very oh, instrumental. Familiar. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. In helping locate a place that was um, feasible for us are suitable for us at the time. So we didn't do it alone. And then some of the people that we were talking to initially when we were traveling, they were instrumental in um, helping out as well in that uh, regard. Awesome, yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know that I've talked to anyone on this podcast that had such a quick, like from inception to opening the doors. So that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yep, it was very quick. Very, and most people says the same thing that that's quick. They could, I mean, could hardly believe it, but it, it happened. You know, that's why I said, hey, it had to be of God that brought us here and a journey that he selected for us. So we got to make sure that we keep it and walk in it and continue to have faith and believe that everything is going to work out for the greater good. Yeah, I love that. That's cool. Um, so from what I remember, you had a little bit of a rebranding in the last few months. Is that is that correct? That is correct. Yes, yes. We opened initially on in July on July tenth, and we were a million in soapery. Um, the and that is the company um, that we were dealing with, and that was instrumental in helping us uh, again find this location as well as our broker. Um, we decided to cut ties with them and we rebranded in the month of November. Um, when we rebranded, we cut ties completely. We sold out all the merchandise that was related to that company. Um, we still have a few pieces, but again, uh, we are still, you know, actively getting rid of that merchandise. So 99% of it is all of our new merchandise. Um, so we rebranded and we uh, decided to, of course, rename our business and we renamed the business what it is currently now, Blue Lux Island. And it's been a joyful uh, time and walking in that and knowing that this was nothing but 
a perfect timing. It just worked out great. So we are very happy about them, about that and couldn't be happier actually uh, that we did decide to go out on our own. So now everything is 100% me and Desiree. And oh, then we, awesome. yes, yes. So we, and we do have a soap maker uh, that um, helps us bring everything to life. Um, however, we curate everything you see in here at this point. Okay. Yeah. I was going to ask, like, how do you source your products? So, um, and also I would love to know where the new name came from. Uh, Desiree, you can answer that. Yeah, I know. She, she always throws that one at me, Brittany. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, it was kind of my conception. You know, I, I, of course we, we, um, talk about everything together collectively, but Blue Lux, um, is the acronym and the acronym stands for brown like us so we wanted to incorporate something that was fun that was light vibrant but we also know that there is a huge disparity right now in the industry in the field that we're in to bring a spotlight on or elevate women men um, anyone of, of color it doesn't necessarily mean african-american but because our soap maker she's brown but she's not african-american um, so we just wanted to have an opportunity to be able to spotlight some of that as we start working with others as well and having them have an opportunity to showcase some of their stuff. Because a lot of minorities that are in this area, they do not have brick and mortars, you know, so that's just another obstacle for them to overcome. So why not share that? You know, why not share what we have um, with others, if that's going to help them and to elevate them. And then at the same time, still bringing great products to our consumers, because again, we're still very particular about it in terms of being able to curate and ensure um, the quality of the products and things like that. So that's what the name blue and, and that's where the blue came from. And then the Lux is short for luxury and Island still keeping it real fun. We're very informal. When you come in, it's a whole experience and we want you to take that experience into your own personal bathroom as well. Whether you're a shower or you're a bath soaker, there's something here for you to luxuriate with that and that's at an affordable cost. And that you know, not only are you luxuriating, but you're also doing your, your body and your skin a great favor as well. Um, because again, we, we are very particular about the product and the ingredients that we include into our product. So that's a little bit about the history of Blue Lux, you know, um, as we continue to work through the brand and continue building the brand and helping to spotlight, spotlight others that uh, necessarily may not have an opportunity to get that spotlight. That's amazing. I didn't know that the acronym Blue yeah. was for that, Brown Like Us. That's so cool. Hey, kudos. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, so, so with the, the soap, so you have a soap maker that you work with to curate the products. Is that correct? Correct. Okay. So how does that process work? Or is she kind of like, are you giving her ideas? Or is it kind of a back and forth type thing with the, you know, scents and all that? It's collaborative. Uh, Margaret, yeah. me, she she may bring a couple of ideas to the forefront, um, but it's it's definitely collaboration. It it's fun. It's a labor of love, but it is very intense. Um, it's definitely a process. I mean, it's not you just don't say, oh, okay, well, I like that color, I like that scent, and now you have your soap. Uh, you know, it's a little bit more to it than that. But um, 
it's definitely a collaborative effort, um, you know, going through, especially now with all of the um, issues with being able to source some of the, not so much the ingredients, but just source some of the packaging um, and some of the things that you want, some of the scents that we may want. Um, so we've, we've ran up against obstacles with that as well, but learning how to shift and pivot is something that we've gotten very good at early on. So um, that's, that's kind of what we do. I mean, she's local, so we are able to drive. We pick up our product. It's not shipped. It's not sitting in a storeroom for months and days and, you know, uh, things like that. It doesn't take long plane rides to get to us. So, you know, there's not things going into it um, in order to preserve it. You know, it's the point that I'm making with that. It's, it's, it really is locally sourced, handmade natural ingredients that are brought to you in a timely manner. They do have shelf life, um, but typically our soaps are made and on the shelves for our consumers within a few weeks, if that. And that's just long enough for them to, of course, set and, and be cut and um, and then we bring it right to consumer. Wow, yeah. cool. Yeah, and with the, I wanted to add that uh, we have a lot of customers that comes in that, that say, you know, you guys should do this, you do that. And we take that and some things we, we don't do, you know, um, but sometimes, you know, we say, well, that, that sounds interesting. Let us try that. And we, we try it. And if it's a hit, it sells, then we continue to make it. Absolutely. But if it doesn't sell, then, you know, that's one and done. <laughs> we won't bring it back once it's sold. Yeah. So um, we do our customers bring some things to us and then with our research and just checking the market, seeing what's out there, our soap maker, um, again, that she she's the one that kind of help us with different things. So it's like she said, it's definitely a collaboration and not to leave out our customers because we've gotten good ideas from our customers, oh, yeah. some of them anyways. Yeah, <laughs> really good one. Yeah. <laughs> have, you, have you gotten any like crazy weird ideas <laughs> uh, <laughs> not maybe you don't want to not no. too far-fetched we haven't gotten um not too far-fetched i mean you know some may come in and and you know say they want you know maybe you guys should consider putting this stuff in the soaps and, and then you kind of think about it and it's like yeah maybe not <laughs> so not too far fetched. <laughs> uh, what was the one the lady asked you about? Um, uh, aloe, aloe soaps. It was an aloe um, spray. She wanted to do an aloe spray. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we do have lots of things that comes to us, and some we discount, some we take and do something with it. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So it's so you've got hand soaps, you've got bath. Um, like the shower steamer type stuff. I talk about like the different types of soaps that you have in the store. We have uh, bar soaps um, and all of our bar soaps in our store, you can use from head to toe. Um, we do have some that we would uh, consider as uh, vegan friendly. Of course, all of our products is without any animal cruelty and all of our um, palm oil that we use is uh, reasonably sourced. Um, we have shampoo bars with conditioner built into them and the conditioner, um, it's a coconut uh, from the coconut that we use. And again, that's all natural. Um, we have kid soaps, which is the same quality as our bar soaps um, just in a smaller version, um, 
you know, in fun shapes. We have right now some in little animal shapes, uh, donuts. We have um, bath bombs, shower steamers, uh, sugar scrubs, lotion, body butter, uh, shimmer oil, um, face oil. Uh, we also carry uh, Veluspa brand candles, um, which is made from a coconut wax, um, um, which is started out with a cold pressed coconut oil, which um, that product is superior because it um, doesn't have any soot um, from the product. So which is why we chose them as our candle um, company uh, to carry here. Um, and I believe I've covered everything. And we do have a uh, face bar also in a Yanni soap um, that a lot of people are now um, looking for. So um, those are pretty much pretty much what we carry. Um, I may have missed something, but I'm sure Desiree will come in and add to if needed. <laughs> yeah, see the sugar scrubs also is something that we carry in the store as well. Um, and we are also right now in the phase where we are betting um, an expansion on men's line um, because we don't want to exclude anyone um, in the process. So and we're finding that more and more men are gravitating to, you know, picking up bar soaps and, and things like that. I have some that come in and, and buy more product than the wives do. So we are expanding on that. Currently, we are working with um, beard oil for the men. Yes. Um, and we do have a body shimmer, um, which I currently don't have on. Typically, I do have it on, but it's a gold, 18 karat gold body shimmer that we also carry in store. And face oil, which is awesome, awesome face oil, has rose hips in it. So it's very good, nourishing to the skin. So those are a couple of things that Margaret missed that we actively do uh, have in the store as well. And things expand and, you know, we, we look into different things, you know, we vet everything before we put it on our shelves but we also just kind of try to keep our ears listen to what the people want you know um, because we do get some good feedback from some of our consumers and we both have young young girls you know that are in their early 20s so they kind of keep us up, up to speed that's where the uh, Yanni Schultz soap was developed from um, they kind of keep us up to speed on some of the things that the uh, younger folks are interested in as well. So I'm sorry, what's the Yanni soap? I'm not familiar. <laughs> we weren't either. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, tell them tell about the Yanni soap, Margaret. The, the Yanni soap is really formulated um, specifically to use in the vaginal area. Um, so it has very little to no coloring in it. Um, it's a very, very light scent and we use additional herbs and um, to balance it out to not throw off your pH balance in your vaginal area. Um, oh, I know that some people, you know, wouldn't use soap in their vaginal area because it burned and it, that could have been strictly from the chemicals that was used in that product that they were using. Um, I will go on to say that I use all of our bar soaps over my entire body. And that's not to include the vaginal area. Um, and I don't have any burning. So, but we did formulate this uh, soap a little bit more uh, carefully and paying attention to um, the fragrance and um, essential oils that we used in that soap. 
to ensure that it would um, be okay and not throw off your pH balance in that area. Huh, very interesting. I had no idea that existed, so it sounds great. <laughs> yeah, they have a long line of yummy products. <laughs> yeah, there's lots of different ones out there. <laughs> awesome. Uh, well, you've talked a little bit about this, but like, why do you think having the natural ingredients in all your products is important? I would say I'm real. Go ahead. Well, because you're talking about the biggest organ on your body, your skin, you got to take care of it. And the more natural you stay, the better off you will do with your skin. Your skin will stay beautiful, shining, um, bright, um, little to no wrinkles, fine lines and things like that, that once you get at a certain age, people want to go and fix because they did not take care of your skin. So we're big proponents of taking care of your skin so that um, you feel good, look good, and um, you're able to keep the bad things out from getting on the inside of your body. So you start that by taking care of the skin. It's a, it's a barrier to, from getting stuff on the inside of your body. So take care of it. So that's pretty much where I'm at with that and um, ensuring that all of our products are natural ingredients and that it is okay to use on your skin or great to use an enhancement because a lot of the ingredients that we include enhances, you know, when I say enhance, I'm talking honey that helps moisturize. Um, the aloe, which is an, a good antibacterial, the tumor antibacterial. So you have a lot of benefits in the different ingredients that we source and use for our products. Exactly what Margaret said, you know, why not? You know, there's so much push now on what we eat, um, but let's not forget what we put on the skin. You, you don't get to get more skin, you know? I mean, there's skin grafts when accidents happen and things like that, and, and the skin rejuvenates itself up to a certain point, but you, you don't get to get more skin, you know? So you, you gotta kind of take care of what you have. And, and like I said earlier, um, as you age, especially for women, I can speak from a woman's perspective because I am a woman, but especially for women, you know, the thirties bring about something different. Your forties bring about something differently. And, you know, I'm looking forward to my fifties, you know, of course, and I'm sure that brings about something different. So what you used to do, your skincare regimen, it, it's not going to stay the same is my point with that. So you need to learn that, okay, I'm, I'm particular about what I'm putting in my mouth. You know, you're drinking the water and those kind of things. But if you're sabotaging your skin by not taking care of your skin, it kind of negates all the things that you're doing because your skin is going to reflect on the outside, right? What you haven't done to it. So that I think we just need to be really mindful of that. And I think that's one of the biggest messages that we try to instill upon, especially the younger consumers that come in, you know, that may you know, well, the soap is $10 a bar and that sort of thing, but it's $10 a bar. You're spending, you know, maybe five bucks. I don't know with the regular soaps now, um, but you, you got a laundry list of ingredients that are probably about this thick at a micro, micro, micro level. So that's a lot of words and a lot of ingredients. You can't pronounce them. You can't lick it. You can't, and you should be able to really do that stuff with everything that you put on your skin. You know, I mean, it sounds kind of weird, but when you think about it, you really should be able to go, you know, taste weird or whatnot without 
croaking over, so to speak, you know. <laughs> so that's kind of where we are with it. And and you can kind of see our passion for it um, because, it, you know, you you for women, a lot of your self-esteem is um, it is based on what you look like with your outward appearance. So, you know, take care of it, you know, treat it better. You know, it's $10. Yes, it's $10 for a bar. So but you're getting a superior ingredient that has been handcrafted. You know, turmeric is included in those bars. We brew coffee and put cold brew coffee in there for exfoliating. You know, there's activated charcoal, um, which is good too. You know, a lot of them have the microbial, um, bichromial things in it too. That also helps with bad bacteria and stuff like that. So, you know, aloe, we all know aloe vera is great. Aloe gel is in some of our, our products as well. So just being mindful of those things. And, and that's why, you know, the kind of why behind we are the way that we are with the products. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's, that's a great mission. I mean, you're right. I feel like there's definitely more focus on the food, food aspect of what we put into our bodies nowadays, which is great. And, but people forget about the, the cosmetics and the skincare and the soaps and all absolutely. of that stuff. So it is really, really important. Um, and to your point about like, especially as women and as we age, like, you know, there's, I feel like there's even more of an importance on that as you get older. So. Yes, definitely. definitely. Yeah. So what's uh, what would be like your favorite thing about being able to run this business? <laughs> I say my favorite is uh, I, I think mine is a twofold is, is the customer's. Um, that we meet and encounter on a daily basis. They, I mean, cause you form wonderful relationships, you know, and sometimes it goes beyond just them coming in shopping and they, you know, always, you know, call you and give you great leads and things that they saw in places or, you know, opportunities to expand your business. And also just being free of that daily uh, hustle and bustle of, hitting the time clock and being accountable for something that maybe was out of your control. You know, you, with this, you're controlling every aspect of it for the most part. So uh, that's, that's my favorite. Yeah. And for me, um, I kind of mim mimic what Margaret said, because we are, both of us are people persons. I mean, you got to kind of be, to be <laughs> so interactive with the customer. So that is is one of mine as well. I think it is twofold as well. And I think for me, it is freedom and, and the freedom, which she's saying from the corporate as well, but the freedom to be able to build a legacy and to build a legacy um, where we're leading by example for our children and their children and their children, you know, and so on and so forth. So I, I think that's the, the biggest thing for me, you know, what, what my why. Yeah, I love that. Build a legacy. That's mm -hmm. that's such an important, such an important thing. And a, a lot of people don't at all think about that. So that's really cool. Yes, yeah. definitely. It's important. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. And, and it's, it's it le leading by example, too, is teaching your children and showing your children, hey, you can do it. And you can do it sooner rather than later you know, um, being a good role model. So it, it's a lot, a lot of goods to it. Definitely. Absolutely. Definitely a lot of goods. And, you know, a lot of, um, you know, in terms of legacy and the freedom aspect of it, you know, you, you 
you want to, especially with minority children, you know, show them that all of these things are possible because there's, there's not all the time that the playing field is level. Um, mm -hmm. And it's just not, I mean, it just for females, you know, not even just necessarily minorities, but females in a male dominated society, you know, and, and then of course you have the minority thing as well. So, you know, you kind of got a little bit of those things that's working, but being able to work and show your children that, you know, you can overcome these things. Cause of course the challenges that I faced growing up are going to be different than the challenges that they face, but what has been consistent and has not changed is the obstacles that minorities face um, and women face, you know, continue trying to contend with men, even in corporate, we saw that a lot. So just being able to do that and to show them and to showcase that and, and you know, the work and the perseverance that we put into it, showing them that they can overcome and they can, and they can really can, the sky is the limit. Yeah, I love that. I mean, and that ties back into your, to the blue acronym and just trying to be, you know, like you said, be that example um, and showing other, you know, other women, other minority owned businesses, like, yep, you can do it. You can make it. Um, yeah, I think that's such an, such an important mission and you have that platform and I'm, it's cool to hear that you're like diving into that and kind of leading the charge, if you will. Absolutely. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Yes. Um, you know, so what, is there any other like challenges or anything else you would share around like, you know, opening and maintaining the business as, you know, as minority owned, as woman owned, you know, as you, you mentioned, like being in a, the male, male dominated mm -hmm. society and all of those different things that come along with that, you know, is there anything else you want to kind of expand on with that? Well, the, one of the challenges, or I shouldn't say challenge is, well, it's a challenge I would say, is being fully prepared. Um, one of the things that I can say um, that we were not prepared for is the importance uh, or the knowledge in the importance of having a business attorney. Mm -hmm. um, we learned that after we opened, but I think you should at least have some type of relationship with a business attorney, someone that would look over, you know, all of your leases, all of your contracts before jumping into it that way, um, because of course they're more knowledgeable. You can read basic and understand basic, but a lot of times in those contracts and leases is things in there that had you known what it meant, maybe you wouldn't have signed it, you know, and things like that. So I think that was one of our challenges and we were not led properly and we didn't know the importance of having a uh, business attorney um, from the beginning. And if you don't have the means to have a business attorney, then you at least need to be able to speak to someone that has went down and had the journey that you're about to embark on. Um, maybe look and see in your community resources if there is some type of something free that can offer you um, guidance and uh, leadership on where you're about to embark and just asking questions, you know. Um, so that's one of the challenges that we face. Um, we've overcome that, of course, but 
I can tell you and looking back that that's something that I wish we had on hand prior to taking this, starting this journey. Um, also is believing in yourself, you know, you, it's your dream and not letting anyone deviate you from your dream because it's my dream. God didn't give it to the people around me. He only gave that dream to me and to Desiree. So why would we let someone come in and interrupt what we have started? Because you have a lot of people that will come and bring negative thoughts and things that they think is right, but not necessarily, you know? So you as an individual and a business person, a lady minority owned business, you have to walk firm in your belief, walk firm in what has been given to you, what is for you, and not let the naysayers come in and say, oh, well, if you're having problems, I can definitely do this, this, and this. Well, who told you I had a problem? Did, did you ask? You know, so that that's one of the challenges, you know, without going to going into great details, you know, people you know, just assuming instead of asking. And then when, you, you know, just, just, just being able to stay positive and let people know that, hey, we're here to stay until we decide to move on, you know? Yeah. So I think that's for me, one of the challenges that I can see on top of, you know, having the knowledge on how to properly open and what you need to have on hand before opening. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Absolutely. I, I, I think that uh, Margaret definitely hit it on the head with that. And, you know, when you say stand firm and, and stay in focus, sometimes you have to realize that when you're on a journey, not everyone can go on the journey with you. And sometimes that includes family. Um, so you have to be prepared for that. There's not enough words to tell a person that, I mean, you really have to be prepared for that taking your time doing your research praying meditating what else that you may do you really need to take the time to understand that once you start just know that everybody cannot go on that journey with you and I think that'll help save yourself a lot of headache and heartache um, along the way you know as you continue to navigate entrepreneurship and the things that come along with it so you know there's still a lot for us to learn we're still learning every day you know we're still continuing to grow every day we still making mistakes um, you know, we're still learning from those mistakes, I think is the biggest thing, but you have to remain open and receptive to that. You have to stay focused on why you're doing what you're doing um, and just can't allow yourself to be derailed. That's, that's one of the biggest things, you know, one of the biggest challenges, you know, at first that I had to learn as well in this journey. Yeah, absolutely. That's, I mean, I think that's all like fantastic advice um, for anyone that's thinking of starting a business to be mindful of. Um, you have, you know, having the right resources around you is huge. And I, I think, yeah, it, it's, you don't always know what those are. So being able to have uh, an expert in your corner, you know, a mentor, someone to like share that. It's like in, insider secrets yes, with you to, to help you like to avoid those common pitfalls that other other people are yes. making. Start yes. Yeah. Yes. definitely, yeah. absolutely. 
Uh, well, so let's let's pivot a little bit. I'd love to hear what kind of some long-term goals or vision for the business would be. Well, one of our long-term goals is to uh, open up an additional location, specifically in Hillsborough County. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, Besides the bay, got it. Yes. <laughs> that is our long-term goal. Um, we are also considering a location down south, uh, and also just building our e-commerce and getting that um, going and 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 successful, making sure that works out and growing that part as well. Um, I would say that's our long-term goal. Um, Long-term, short-term. So I would say it's short-term, long-term, right, Brittany? So it is something that those, all of those things are what we're looking to do. Um, but it may be short-term, you know, we may be able to expand sooner than, you know, later. So it just, it's short-term, long-term. Again, you just got to kind of uh, be ready to shift and pivot because sometimes things come at you a little differently. You know, we meet so many people and have so many opportunities and talk with so many different people. So that's kind of some of uh, what we wanted to do. And we also want to. <laughs> well, meeting a lot of new people, um, looking at our products, seeing what we can improve, seeing what's moving, seeing what's not moving, uh, collaborating on, you know, what we need to add to the inventory, take away from the inventory, just you know, kind of trying to see what's working, you know, talking about our numbers, you know, where we need to be by this time, what we have coming up. So it is, it's a, it's a long day, um, but we make it work for us. <laughs> so it, it, and that's every day, every day. You're looking at what needs to be done, what should be moved, what needs to be combined. So it, it's, it's a lot. <laughs> Yeah. Um, maybe maybe you don't like the look of something, you know, yeah. maybe, you know, for me, it's, you know, I'm very visual, you know, so maybe I don't like the look of that, you know, maybe when I go into shop, no, I don't like the way that look and, you know, maybe we need to change that or, you know, so it is, it's, it's, it's a constant it's just like you nourishing a baby. And, you know, when a baby is, is one years old, you know, we're coming up on one year, you know, it's, it's still not quite ready to walk yet, you know? So it's all those little things. And, and um, like Margaret said, like it's, it's, it's kind of nonstop, you know, even when we're home, like up until probably about seven o'clock last night, maybe 7.30, you know, we were talking about some other backend back office stuff um, that we needed to get taken care of as well in preparation for up and coming events that we're having. So it's, it's just, that's kind of what our typical day looks like. Um, it starts early. Um, we're not in the shop early, but it does start early. Doing typical things around the house, kind of doing mom and wife things. And, and then, you know, shifting gears and, and putting on the business hat and, and making sure the business is taken care of as well. So, and we've, we've gotten a really good balance. Uh, we've gotten to a, a place now where we try to, um, balance it out as much as we can um that's why we're kind of in two locations where we split the time you know she's there this morning and i'll go and i'll relieve her this afternoon um you know we break up the day so we're not there every day but the shop continues to run so and you know it's just she and i and, and we have her niece and her daughter that helps us tremendously um until we're able to get to a point where we we um do want to 
let go of, of the baby so the baby can begin to walk now so some other people <laughs> may be able to come in and spoon feed, you know? Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> it's a good analogy. I mean, because yeah. you are. <laughs> You're about to be your year anniversary next yeah. month, July. That's yeah, crazy. The baby's yes. doing great, but not quite yeah. ready to walk yet. So you don't really <laughs> want to let go of their hand. You know, you still need to kind of <laughs> take care of them a little bit before you yeah. start moving away from them, the babies, because you're not too secure yet that the baby can stand on its own, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> well, uh, this, this has been such an amazing conversation. I just... I love like your passion for the, the handcrafted soaps, the natural ingredients, like putting the good stuff on our bodies, as yes. well as like tying in, like, you know, supporting other women-owned businesses, supporting minority-owned businesses, you know, trying to be a resource for other people like you to start a business um, because you know, you talked about being, you know, grateful to have some of the support that you did have. And so you being able to kind of pay that forward and be that support for other people. I just think that's, that's an amazing mission. Um, and definitely you talked about building a legacy. I, that's definitely a way to build a legacy. So that's congratulations. <laughs> thank, thank you. you thank you. <laughs> so, so much. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so to kind of wrap things up, I like to ask some fun, like kind of like quick fire quick fire questions uh, about St. Pete. So just, you know, whatever comes to mind first. When you do get to go out for a lovely night out, what's like your favorite places to go in the Tampa Bay area? <laughs> I, I would say right now we, I would say Mangosteen, which is right across the street from us. Love this. <laughs> good, good pit. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we like mango steam for a quick drink, quick back to eat. And on Fridays, we like beer boutique for the yeah. fresh fish. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Wait, yeah. fresh fish? It's yes, fresh fish. Um, fresh fish fry Fridays. I didn't get oh. that out right. <laughs> every Friday, yes. Yeah, so they have different types of fit, different kinds of fish every Friday. And oh. um, so I didn't know they did that. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's, it's really nice. Really, really nice. And fish yeah. is good too. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the dangerous thing about your location. You're around a lot of great uh, food and drinks. <laughs> and that new Italian place too that just opened up. We went there after mm -hmm. we left uh, Book and Bottle Saturday and that was really good. I, yeah. I can't think of the name of it, but they were really good. They just opened. They're actually going through their soft opening right now. Bonu. Um, on the corner yeah. where cider press used to be so yeah, that's, that's, that's a nice place yeah yeah so it's really good too yeah awesome <laughs> well uh so okay what's your favorite pizza in town i like colony and i like colony because i love the people in colony they are they are super sweet we haven't ventured out to try a lot other places yet but colony is really good i like picking all my own toppings and really good food and, and good vibes over at Colony. Yes. So you second, you second the Colony, Margaret? <laughs> for St. Pete area, I'd say yes. For Tampa Bay, Sam and Eddie's, which is in downtown. Oh, yeah. Sam okay. Cool. <laughs> awesome. <That's> good. <laughs> um, all right. So when you get that wonderful day off, what's your favorite thing to do on your day off? My favorite well, thing just to do on my day off. 
is going to the beach and specifically we like treasure island and if depending on the day we may go to to uh siesta key nice yes gotta love beach day i mean we live at the beach so yes because yes. <laughs> there you can relax you can swim you can sleep you can read a book <laughs> it's, it's just wonderful that that's one of my favorite things <laughs> Yeah, catch up on the book book club book that we're behind on reading. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, that's always what I'm doing. I'm like scrambling to finish the book. <laughs> right. <laughs> sometimes yeah. you finish, sometimes no. <laughs> mm-hmm. I I have yet to like a hundred percent finish a book so far. Yeah, same. <laughs> same. It's like even if it's a great book, it's just you know so many other things going on you know yeah yeah the time yeah (laughs) yeah well for for everybody listening we're in a a entrepreneur's book women's entrepreneur's book club at book and bottle so that's that's what we're talking about yes (laughs) (laughs) yeah and we're we're probably all at book and bottle way too much but that's okay (laughs) (laughs) awesome um well, again, thank you so much for talking with me today. It was just a lovely conversation. The two of you are lovely. So I really appreciate you. I appreciate what you're doing. And I'm glad that I, you know, got to meet you through the book club and um, all that. And I look forward to see how, like, how your business grows. You're about to be at a year. So next year, after two years, it'll be amazing to see how it's grown from then. So Yes, yes. And Absolutely. hopefully we'll come back and say, Hey, we made it. We're billionaires. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Brittany. I appreciate you having us and inviting us on the podcast. I mean, it's yeah. a wonderful opportunity. I'm so glad you chose us. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We're finally able to connect to make it happen. Yeah, I know. I know we did. Yeah, we have had a few weeks of trying to figure it out, which is normally what happens. So that's okay. <laughs> Um, but yeah tell everybody how they can what's the best way to connect how can they find you online our online is currently under construction um however it should be available for shopping and our um online address is blue b-l-u lux l-u-x-e island i-s-l-a-n-d.com um, that is our uh, web address, and you can also reach us at info at blueluxisland.com. Nice. And I follow you on Instagram, so you're also on Instagram and Facebook, right? Yes. Yes. TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook. Are you making videos with your, your bubble machine outside? Uh, we have some, yes, with the bubble <laughs> machine. Yes, we do. <laughs> I love the bubble machine. It's so fun. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> awesome. All right, guys. Well, yeah, again, this has been great. Thanks again for joining me. And uh, thanks everybody for listening and watching. And we'll catch you next time. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks, Brittany. Bye, ladies. more information about this episode and others, please visit my website, BrittanyRenew.com. You'll find more information about me, my passion for St. Pete and real estate there. Look forward to connecting with you soon. Bye friends.